0: Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday
1: to 1 p.m.
0: SASA says that it has plans to reduce the SRT grant rejection rates. SASA says it has experienced a rise in the number of rejection rates for the COVID-19 grant applications, something that we can attest to from uh, the numbers of messages that we have received. And uh, they say that it can be attributed to several factors, uh, and we'll talk to them about this shortly. Uh, So uh, we are joined now uh, on the line by Paseka Litsati, who is SASA's spokesperson person. Uh, Paseka, thanks for your time. Welcome to Updated Noon.
1: Good afternoon, Sakine. Good afternoon to the listeners as well.
0: Now, firstly, we have received so many messages from people who are highly and visibly upset because they have received payment previously from Sasa, some of them, and suddenly they are being rejected. So, what is going on?
1: Look, Sakine, like, I think there's an engagement taking place between SAFA and the department currently, as we speak to resolve the matter. But um, we, we can say that in some instances, because we validate the account of a beneficiary on a, on a monthly basis, you might find that in April or May, some beneficiary might not have had money because uh, they were retrenched or the company was closed. But uh, after three or four months, uh, because of the lockdown regulations, have gone from level five to level one. Some of the beneficiaries have gone back um, to work and they're getting an income. And I can say we had an encounter with people who have gone back uh, to work, who are getting the the, the, the the salaries and so on, but they did not cancel with us. But because we, kept, we continuously bounce the information with other agencies and the banks, this comes up. But in any case, the department and, and the South African Social Security uh, Agency Is trying to resolve the matter, and and the minister will make the directions uh, very soon.
0: Mm. Yesterday, we heard from stats, through the jobs numbers that were released, that 2.2 million South Africans have actually lost their jobs. So how many people are we talking about here whom you believe as Sasa have actually gone back to work after the lockdown restrictions were actually relaxed?
1: Looks again, I will not have that uh, information with us, but in any case, what we can have is that there's there's about 68,000 people who appealed uh, that they were appearing in other government agencies. And uh, in terms of them, a person says, I'm not appearing on the UIF. I'm not getting anything from the UIF and so on. And these people have made an uh, appeal, which is about 68,000. But there is also a, a number of people who were rejected from the system. Hence, the department and the South African Social Security Agency have to make sure that that matter is resolved. And we know that the minister takes this matter very seriously. She will definitely issue out the amendments to the directions very soon to make sure that those who are aggrieved are able to get what is due to them, especially only on the month of August, because the problem arose after um, the AG released the report that there's a number of people who were actually getting the, this uh, COVID-19 uh, uh, money, and, and, and in terms of their investigations, they found out that some of them were actually employed and so on. So as, as, as an organization, we had to tighten up the schools to make sure that we do not necessarily fall into that trap. But we think that once the minister makes a pronouncement, some of the problems we are experiencing would be resolved as quick as possible.
0: But Mr. Letzati... You now need the Auditor General to come and tell you that you have 30,000 undeserving applicants receiving grants. The reasons you've been giving us all along for why people have not been paid regularly or timelessly is that you were going through these various systems that you were working through. So how did that happen?
1: Sakina, you'd find that... uh a person was working was not working in May, for an example, in in June. But in July, um, a person found a, a, another form of employment, right? And once a person go, others went back to work, and others did not. Uh, explain because a person might have been part of the system. Hence, we agreed as an organization that there must be a validation which happens every week, every month, because you might uh, be out of the job in April. You might be out of the job in May. However, you can go back uh, to, to work in July because of the lockdown regulations have been relaxed and so on. So those are, those were some of the anomalies and so on. So hence an organisation, we took an organisation that each and every month we need to make sure that there's a validation to make sure that this person in actual fact still does not get anything from their side.
0: No, let's just get clarity. On those 30,000 undeserving applicants that the Auditor General points out, Which time frame was the Auditor General looking at?
1: You would uh, would make an application, you would be part of the system in April um, and and, and in May, but once we moved from level five to level uh, three or so, some people went to work. So it might have started in in July um, or June, when people were part of the system, and they were not actually deserving in terms of the the ana- analysis of data which was made and so on. But uh, we then took attention that it's very much incumbent and important to make sure that the validation of people who are in the system happens every month end, every month, not necessarily every month end, but every month we must make sure that we validate. This is what you've been telling us,
0: Mr. Litsati. You've been telling us this uh, since uh, the uh, inception of this project, and Mm -hmm. this is what people have been complaining about. But Mm -hmm. you still then, even though you are going through all of these processes, you're still not getting it right. And every time you come on, you are telling us, whether it's you or any other official, you keep telling us that you are beefing up the system and all that happens is that people are not getting paid and, uh, two, the mistakes are still being made.
1: Look, like, you know, we have about uh, 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 7 million uh, applications um, and we have this number of 30,000. Um, uh, and and, and what, what, what you can say is that there might have been that anomaly. That's why we would need to make sure that the, the infrastructure of the South African Social Security Agency up to scratch. Um, and we are not denying this. We are saying there is that particular data that doesn't accept it. Hence, we are trying to make sure that some of the infrastructure is sorted out and so on. But the long and short of it, we need to make sure that uh, the directions which are going to be announced by the minister are very clear in terms of certain things which you need to do. But we are happy from where we are that the validation process which we do each and every month is able to address Some of the things, but I'm saying uh, if we can just be patient, we know that the minister will make an announcement in terms of the new directions to make sure that some of the loopholes in the system are addressed and are closed. And we think that uh, they will try to make sure that each and every person is accommodated.
0: You know, Mr. Letati, it's very easy for you and I to sit here and have a conversation about something that doesn't directly affect either of us and say we are doing our best and, you know, people must be patient. Let me read this SMS to you um, or this message via Twitter from Cruelty who says, Sakina, I'm not employed. I've never received a COVID-19 350 rand. I've always been rejected. I'm not receiving UIF or SARS returns. I'm currently waiting for and I'm starving to death. I received so many messages earlier on. One of them was from someone using another person's phone, giving me their number, this person's number, and saying, you know, this is a married uh, a man uh, who has three children to look after, desperate to hear back from Sasa, and nothing. He's been calling, no response. Sending emails, no response. At this point, using someone else's phone to do all of this, Mr. Letati. So... Where is the urgency to understand people's plight?
1: Is, there is an urgency, Sagina. That is why, um, if you use, you know, Sagina, there are certain things that we must not fall to trap on, or we must not make mistakes about, especially when it comes to resources which are meant for people who are poor. One of the mistakes that we must never do is to deposit money into a cell phone which is not a cell phone of an applicant. Because you do that, somebody else will take my phone number and make an application using my phone number, and the money which will deposit, will deposit it in the wrong... It will go into the wrong hands. And at some point, Sakina, we need to make sure that we account. There are some legitimate... uh, In fact, what was raised by the AG is a very legitimate concern. Hence, we need to make sure that we tighten up. But unfortunately, Sakina we also understand that whatever that we do, we must also be mindful of the fact that people need to get what is due to them. Hence, we are moving with speed to make sure that the announcement by the Minister of the New Directions in terms of the amendment is made as quick as possible so that we can have the wheel moving and people can then be able to be assisted. But we need, and I understand the frustration, we need to make sure that systems are in place and systems are such that uh, we do not necessarily pay millions of money because whatever that we do, Sakina, on, on on our side, there are people who use people's uh, cell phone numbers. Others are fraudulent uh, uh, um, SIM cards and so on. And if we continue to pump millions into those cell numbers which are wrong, then we'll have to account to Parliament. Why did we give wrong people money? So those are some of the nitty critics which you need to tighten up. But I'm saying me and you can be comfortable, Sakina. But understanding the frustrations of the public, to say the minister will make those amendments very quickly, and as an organization, we need to make sure that we change the wheel while the car is in motion. We don't want this car to stop, but we'll make sure that people get uh, each and every cent that is due to them.
0: The question is when? How long do they have to wait? For example, for those waiting to be paid for August and those waiting to be paid for months prior to August as well, Mr. Letati.
1: The, the 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 waiting is very painful, and we can't delay it uh, any further. Fakina would uh, I I would not want to say I know that the process is extremely advanced; it's actually done. We are meeting this afternoon to make sure that those amendments are sorted out and the minister will then be able to, make, to follow processes and make the announcement to the public so that the South African Social Security Agency we are able to implement based on what the directives are saying. But we understand as an organization, the agency, to make sure that things are done proper and the money is channeled to correct uh, individuals.
0: And as I speak to you, the messages are flooding in, uh, Mr. Litsati, but we have to leave it there. Uh, Sasa spokesperson uh, Paseka Litsati on the latest there, uh, talking about, you know, again, the system and how, uh, once again, the system has to be tightened up, beefed up, so that they do not pay incorrect people, incorrect recipients, uh, being mindful of uh, the fraud element to this. But, of course... The unfortunate um, reality is that there are deserving people who are unfortunately stuck and who cannot be paid. And uh, that's where we have to leave it for now. But we will continue following up on the story.